Hello and welcome, friends, to a bonus episode of the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. I am, of course, Mark. I shall be your host. And we are going to listen to David Bowie today. David Bowie. Yes. Brilliant, brilliant artist who it still shakes me that he's dead. It still hits me. Oh, I miss him. Amazing, 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 amazing artist. I mean, he's the kind, even if you're not into David Bowie, you're into David Bowie. He's like Neil Young. There, there's a million different styles. And he's also, you know, has a fractal nature like Neil Young has where you can think of ten Neil Young songs probably. You could probably think of five. The average person could probably think of five if they sat down and thought. But from that five, you could, they could then be reminded of another five, and then another five, and then, and then they realize they know 30 songs by this guy that they're not even into. Bowie's the same way. He has a trillion songs, and they're almost all good. This is a Mike Millard master recording from May 26, 1990, at Dodger Stadium. It was Bowie's last run around the arena circuit, which I, um, you know, started with Let's Dance, the MTV times. You know, the 80s were Bowie, and he came out swinging. So this is his last arena tour. He did smaller ones after this. And it's called the Sound and Vision Tour, which is just a career retrospective, greatest hits tour, um, not supporting anything new per se, but supporting the release of his catalog on CD by Disc, which was a, a um, high-end, more audiophile uh, level label based out of, I think, Salem, Massachusetts, because I used to walk past the Disc office um, on my way to Berkeley because I lived in Salem and I would take the commuter rail into Boston. Disc was somebody, they had the Frank Zappa albums, they had uh, the Bowie catalog, they had Jimi Hendrix, live Jimi Hendrix. Man, they had a lot of cool shit, in good quality. I mean, they, they, they were, I remember the cassettes were, were high bias, which was noteworthy. Um, but they, they, they really took care of, of, of remastering and preserving the source material, releasing extra shit, doing cool stuff like um, Hendrix, I think, at the Winterland, where they, they did some early digital fuck-aroundery and, and made a four-track, multi-track tape, you know, sound more expansive and modern. And um, I wanted to work for them when I was going to Berkeley because, like, I want to do that. I wanted to be... A, you know, an, aud- an audio archaeologist, a historian, and preser- preservationist um, of these things. But I never did. But that's another story. All right. Let's get hopping. This is a small band. This is not a giant, giant production like uh, the Glass Spider Tour or the Let's Dance Tour. Uh, you know, this is, is um, I mean, it's still a stadium tour, so he's going all out. And Bowie puts on a good show. But the band itself is fairly minimal. Um, Adrian Ballou is his guitarist. And if you remember, he did some work with Adrian Ballou around that time. Uh, the song Pretty Pink Rose, remember that? Which was a Bowie-Ballou collaboration that was on uh, an Adrian Ballou album. 
can't remember the name of it now. Had that in Oh Daddy Daddy, that song he did with his daughter. Um, shit, I can't remember the name of the album. I had it. Anyway, Bowie did this song, Pretty Pink Rose, with Adrian Ballou. Great fucking song. In fact, you know what? Since I'm talking about it, even though it's deeper in the set, let's listen to that. Pretty Pink Rose, David Bowie, and Adrian Ballou, taped by Mike Millard, St. Mike Millard. This is a direct transfer off the master tape. Enjoy.
I really like that song. Hopefully some of you were like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that song. Go get, get on Spotify or YouTube and listen to the original. So good. And the lyrics, she's the poor man's gold. She's the anarchist crucible flying in the face of the despot cannibal. Pretty Pink Rose. Now, granted, everything except Pretty Pink Rose could be a death metal lyric. She's a poor man's gold. <laughs> but it isn't. Good song. Good song, great artist, great recordist. All right, humping along. As Mr. Bowie said, the next song after that is Stay. Let me read you the set list so you can go to heartofmarkness.com and download this show. If you want, here is the set. Uh, intro into Space Oddity, Ch -ch -ch Changes, TVC15, Rebel Rebel. Ashes to Ashes, Fashion, Life on Mars, Blue Jean, Let's Dance, Pretty Pink Rose, Stay, Sound and Vision, Ziggy Stardust, China Girl, Station to Station, Young Americans, Suffrage, Suffragette City, Fame, Heroes, Panic in Detroit, and Jean Genie. 21 songs. And they're all awesome. Holy shit, David Bowie. Man, oh man. He, his, he, he took a little dip. He was, he was, he was, he was on the wane of, of stadium, like I said, stadium rock superstardom. I mean, he would always be a superstar, but he was moving into, as were the Stones, as were all the people from that age, moving, moving gently, like, like, um... Like the moon across the sky, or the sun across the sky. Um, from moving from being present tense, valid, relevant artists to being kind of uh, legacy artists. Like the Stones were the Stones up to and including the Steel Wheels Tour, but the Steel Wheels Tour was also the first step over the border into a greatest hits act. You know, like seeing the Steve Miller Band at the at the State Fair today. You're not seeing somebody to go, wow, wonder what his new music sounds like. Uh-uh. You're there to go, Jet Airliner, Joker, Space Cowboy, Wint Wew, Fly Like an Eagle, and I'm out of here. Um... <laughs> but so Bowie was entering into this he was still putting out content you know he's a prolific fellow it's just this the, his output at this time although stylistically cool like he looked cool um, was not the, the giant superstardom super hits that they were in the early 80s same thing that happened with Robert Plant you know he started the 80s he started the MTV era Tremendously popular. Principle of Moments was overplayed. Almost to the same level. Well, no, at, at the same level. Big Log. At the same level as, like, um... Shit. Uh, the Walk of Life. The Dire Straits. Yes, 90125. All these great artists peaked hard. And then immediately started to decline. Because everybody was like, I have had enough of yes 
for a minute. I'm good. Same thing with Robert Plant. So then as the you know, as the eighties were winding to a close, you know, what do they do? Um for yes's sake, they go on the Anderson Bruford Wake, they split up and they go on uh they get all the old folks back in the band. You can go see Rick Wakeman again and et cetera, et cetera. Robert Plant, all of a sudden, after uh, Shaken and Stirred, or I think that's what it was called, uh, was not a hit at all. At all. Um, suddenly he starts singing Zeppelin again, growing his hair out. <laughs> all right, I'm going to shut up. Anyways, Bowie, going through that same kind of thing. He did Tin Machine. <laughs> I apologize, guys. Tin Machine, uh, Black Razor, White Tie, stuff like that. Um, I remember him, stuff coming out and seeing it and going, wow, that's really cool, but not really loving it. And, you know, so Bowie's kind of, in this transition period, doing this Sound and Vision tour, which is what I was getting to. Holy shit, I apologize. To the fucking music, everybody. Let's listen to Ashes to Ashes off of Scary Monsters, which I think came out in 1980. Fantastic album. Amazing song. One of my favorite Bowie songs, hands down. Ashes to Ashes, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Apologies for the uh, soliloquy.
That one hit weird. I don't know if it's because I'm high, or but it seems like it seems like Bowie couldn't uh, had a hard time staying in the groove of that. Kind of like you know, like when your in-ear monitors go out and you're like, "Shit, where are we in the song?" I don't know. It also could be me. So let's shut up and give David Bowie the benefit of the doubt. All right, friendos, there is one more song I'm going to play for you. Thank Christ, they say. And it is another one of my favorite Bowie songs, Station to Station. Brilliant song, a little Kabbalistic, and uh, just a great song. Oh, let's hear it.
I love that song. Well, I hope you loved this podcast. Got a little long-winded in the middle. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. So, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube under the Gnome Diplome Heart of Markness. You can also, as I said earlier, find these shows at heartofmarkness.com. I don't know if I'm going to get this one posted tonight, but I will get it posted soon. So if you you check it out and look and it's not there, check back in a day or two and it should be. Okie dokie, thank you for listening, and I may or may not do another one of these before Thursday. Every Thursday I do a Led Zeppelin or Led Zeppelin themed uh, adjacent podcast, but on the weekends I get a little wild card and do bonus episodes Uh, Typically, mining the releases uh, by the Gems Group of the great Mike Millard. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on one second. Okay. (laughs) I thought I wasn't recording, or hadn't been recording all this time. But I have been. Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening. I'm going to wrap this up. And please be good to yourselves and each other. Good night.